Now it's time to turn our attention straight over to the labor market as we got in our latest jobless claims, moving 6,000. Welcoming in Brian C., founding partner, the Capital Stewards. Thank you so much uh, for being with us. So what are you making of uh, what we're seeing in the jobless picture? Of course, we got claims this week. We got the monthly jobs report last week. Um, your thoughts on what we've been seeing? Yeah, so the job market continues to be really strong. Um, that's really great for workers that are looking for jobs, but it's challenging for companies that are trying to hire, uh, no different than it's been throughout the year. Jobless claims, um, they've increased uh, off the post-pandemic lows from around 170,000 a week now to 222,000 a week in the, in the data we saw this morning. Um, but if you go back to before uh, the, the pandemic and you look at 2019, 2018, 2017, the U.S. economy was consistently um, producing uh, initial jobless claims around 200,000 to 240,000. And so all we see right now are jobless claims that are consistent with a really strong labor market and a really strong economy. So now going forward, I mean, the idea here that the Fed has is that one of the reasons um, when we look at recession, we always thought about negative GDP growth, but also this jobs picture is something that they've been talking about. They're trying to slow that down. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so it, the economy is still really strong. The job market is still really strong. And going forward, uh, the key driver to inflation is going to be jobs um, and how tight the job market is. Um, we're, we're moving past the period where oil and, and food inflation and things like that have driven uh, the CPI to be uh, really high this summer are going to have a, a strong impact. And as those fade in the background, it's going to be the labor market that drives inflation. And so the Fed is going to have to continue to raise rates um, in order to slow down the economy. All they've accomplished so far is getting us sort of off the boil, if you will, um, from a really screaming economy with lots of inflation back down to something that's just normally strong. And so we've got a lot of room to go. And we've seen some progress on that already. Um, Snap last month, uh, Amazon uh, earlier this week, Facebook earlier today, they're announcing hiring freezes, layoffs, different kinds of things. And so some of those workers will go and fill some of the 11 million open jobs that we have in this country. Um, but we've got 11 million open jobs to fill. We've got historically low unemployment. And so the Fed's going to have to continue to raise rates for a really long period of time. They're going to have to go a lot higher than what the market's expecting um, in order to get slack in the labor market and to cool off inflation uh, as we go forward. Yeah, and as the rates are on the rise and we're seeing this jobless picture, what does it all mean for investors? Because you said um, as rates continue to rise in the market, you're tilted defensively. Tell us a little bit about how you are positioning portfolios at this point. Yeah, sure. So um, we're long-term investors. We're not traders. Uh, and we think that's really important. It's very difficult to time the market. If you you know sold out earlier this summer after um, the really challenging first and second quarter we had, you missed the 16% rise in the S&P 500 uh, that happened over the course of the summer. So it's really difficult to time the market. Um, but because we expect interest rates to continue to rise uh, more than the market, uh, we're tilted a little bit defensively in our portfolios. Uh, that means we're focused on equities that have lower valuations, so lower price to earnings multiples, uh, shorter term fixed income, and then also infrastructure instead of, um, instead of bonds uh, to, to minimize some of the interest rate risk uh, that lies ahead. Yeah. And as we're seeing some companies um, announcing layoffs, you mentioned Snap. In the meantime, we are seeing um, inflationary pieces of data showing some improvement, right? 
Yeah, so I think we're making progress, right? Uh, the CPI index is going to start to come down as we go into the fall. Uh, gas prices have come down. Um, we know that food prices are coming down as well. So the CPI is going to start to improve. Um, but when you look at CPI, you've got two big components, right? You've got food and energy, and then you've got core CPI. Um, and, and in order for core CPI to come down, that's really where the labor market um, has to get some slack in. And, and so the things that have been driving inflation um, you know, in the past are not going to drive it as much going forward. And we've got to see some of those core stickier parts of inflation um, come down as we, as we go forward. Yeah. And you mentioned um, short-term bonds, infrastructure anything else that we should be looking at to protect the portfolio sort of a hedge right yeah so I, I, again i think it depends on what your risk tolerance is and what your long-term strategy um, is as an investor we believe in being in the stock market long term we believe that uh, regardless of where the market is today when you think about um, investing for 20 years from now or 30 years from now uh, markets are ultimately going to create growth that, that achieves client objectives and so um, we're not so focused on um, preventing risk that we get out of the market or that we you know, go short or use options or, or things like that. We stay fully invested. But like I mentioned, it, it's, it's important to tilt towards um, more defensive sectors, lower valuations, less technology, less uh, fewer companies that um, perhaps you know aren't actually earning profits today, right? That we're, are depending on you know growth to earn profits uh, down the future. Um, and then um, yeah. in the fixed income space, in addition to shorter term bonds, we know that as rates rise, um, there's, there should be more of a focus on credit. So that means uh, higher yield securities, you've heard of junk bonds, um, high yield, and then in corporate bonds as well, instead of just positioning in, in treasury. So those are some of the things that we think help tilt portfolios uh, more defensively. But again, staying close to your long-term uh, asset allocation targets is, is the best way to be successful in any market uh, over the long term. Brian, it's great to chat with you. Thank you so much. Brian C., founding partner, The Capital Stewards. Thanks, Brian. Sure. Thanks, Nicole. See you later.